Welcome to the Art of Unraveling podcast. My name is Erin McGuire, and I'm an empowerment coach and guide here to empower you into feeling completely worthy of a business and life that you love. This podcast is the place to learn how to unravel anything keeping you from that abundant, beautiful life that you so deserve. Nothing is off limits here as we navigate life through psychology, science, and spirit. Let's get into today's episode. Welcome back to another episode of The Art of Unraveling. I am always in love doing these interviews with people because it's so fun to just, I just feel like I pick up more things every time I I interview someone. So I just love doing these interviews. And today I have Jessica. Say your last name because I just drew a blank. That's okay. (laughs) Thomas. Jessica Thomas. Thomas. There we go. (laughs) I know there's a C word there too. So that's where I was. Yep. Those of you that know me, I am such a first name basis. I half the time don't even know people's last names. So anyway, that was a little mind uh, freeze there for a second. But I am so excited to have Jessica Thomas here today. Um, We met, I think it's been several years ago. You came to Mm -hmm. one of my Kundalini classes at Tula Yoga in Cedar Rapids. And we've just kind of stayed connected. And, um, and then Jessica came to Ireland uh, last September mm-hmm. in 2022. So yeah, we just want to talk today with her. She's been doing a lot of unraveling in her own life and talk a little bit about her experience on retreat and just all the things. Jessica, anything else you want to share about an introduction about yourself? Yeah, um, I think that's right. We met I forgot. I kind of forgot about the Kundalini class. So yeah, we met a long time ago. I know a long time ago. Um, I feel like I did my Reiki training with you as well. So it's kind of just been this slow journey that we've, you know, been on together. And Mm -hmm. then I, um, you know, signed up for your newsletter. And I remember getting the email about the Ireland retreat and reading through the description of that. And I was like, no, this does not sound like, I know, right? This does not sound like anything. I'm sure that's not what you want to hear. (laughs) This does not sound like anything that I would want to do. And then I was like, why am I feeling that way? Why do I have such resistance to like this go with the flow and kind of an adventurous type retreat? And I was like, what, what, why, why? why do I have such a resistance to that? And I think for me, the unraveling part is, um, you know, for a long time, I lived in my masculine space, like the to-do list, the obsessive, uh, you know, just having to have everything's right. Um, And so kind of surrendering to that flow was uh, foreign to me for a long time. And so I was like, okay, maybe, maybe I do need this. Right. So then I think I reached out to you and I'm like, yeah, I'm in, I'm in, I'm going to do this. I'm scared to death, but I'm going to do it. Yeah. So, yeah. And I think that was was kind of your first retreat or had you done? Um, it was my second retreat, but my first retreat was very scheduled, very regimented. Mm -hmm. You know, everything was like mapped out. 
you know, hour by hour, really minute by minute. And I was, so for me, you know, I was like, okay, I like that. But then I also, when I was on that retreat, I liked that free time where I could just do my own thing. And so I think that's where I was like, no, I know, oops, lost my earring. <laughs> I was like, oops. Um, yeah, I liked that. And so, but it was also scary to me. It was scary because it's unknown, you know, and I yes. like to, I like to historically like to control everything, which we can't do that. But yeah, <laughs> in my mind, I like to control Jessica, things. I'm so with you. I'm still on, I, that's, I've been unraveling that more in my life too. The control yeah. thing. It's a, mm-hmm. I was just having a talk with somebody yesterday and a lot of people on here know, I, I know a bit about my story, but growing up with an alcoholic, mm-hmm. um, my, I have a friend that's, um, and not saying that you grew up with an alcoholic. I don't know that right, uh, right. for you, but um, addiction and alcoholism, whether you have it yourself or you grew up with it, can lead to extreme need for control. It's just like a safety thing. And so, yeah, I'm still working through that one myself. So I feel you. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> yeah. I um, think for me, it's just the, for me, it's, it, it's, being an empath and yeah. having big emotion for me, having that control of like trying to control everything was a way for me to control my emotions because I was afraid of the big emotions. And mm. yeah. yeah. And for me, part of that, that journey too of unraveling the empathic part of me is it does definitely stem from childhood. I think for me, it was like, um, I'm not saying I had a tumultuous childhood or anything like this, but maybe I, I had such big emotions that my parents didn't know how to deal with those emotions. So then in turn, it was, you need to go to your, right. You need to go to your room until you can calm down or you need, you know, you have to go away from me until you can come back here with your calm self. I didn't know how to calm myself, you know? And so those just emotions just kept bubbling and bubbling and bubbling. So then, you know, as I grew into an adult, a lot of those things I just would shove down because I was afraid to, to show emotion because in my mind, in a child's mind, it was like, that's not acceptable. Right. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. You're touching on so many great points. Um, yeah, I feel like this is a good little area to, to be in. So let's, let's ride this just a little bit longer if that's okay. Yeah, no problem. I remember in Ireland, I remember your words were surrender and flow. Like that was your Mm -hmm. intention. Yeah. Um, That just popped into my head just now. Um, And yeah. And I think so many people like that's probably a common issue. I mean, I've heard that from other people. Like, what do you mean? Mm -hmm. Um, I have free, I remember somebody that came on our, one of our local retreats and she's like, and it was just a couple hours of free time. And she's like, what do you mean? We have two hours where we, where there's nothing scheduled. And I'm like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And she just was so uncomfortable with that free time in there. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's like a real thing for people that we just, we yeah. can't just be. Mm-hmm. And it is yeah. that, like you said, the imbalance of the feminine and the masculine. How else have you seen that show up for you? 
Yeah. I mean, you know, you know a little bit about my story. I, I am a big proponent of, of therapy, whether it just be traditional therapy, somatic therapy, you know, energy therapy, any of those things. Like, I think you have to have a, a multitude of things in your toolbox yeah. for these times where you're triggered or whatever. But um, I, I do remember my therapist just saying, Jessica, don't, don't you know how to just be? And I was like, oh, I don't. I don't, but I think that's also the world that we live in right now. We're so connected. We're so overstimulated. We're so overscheduled that if I was living in a space where I did, if I didn't have a schedule, if I didn't have my calendar, if I didn't know what was coming next, it was scary to me, you know? So just sitting and not having a plan was, was terrifying, you know? So I, I resonate with, you know, that other retreat member. It's like, what, what do I do? Like, And then you have to sit maybe with some of your own thoughts and your own feelings. And so that's in part scary too, because then it's like, if I'm still, if I'm not running, if I'm not numbing, if I'm not um, tuning out, I'm not tuning in. And so Mm -hmm. tuning in is, is scary too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. I think that's a big reason we do get in that busy mode is to not deal with our own thoughts and and feelings for sure yep so I love that despite you seeing the retreat and going oh I don't want to do that (laughs) sorry to tell you that (laughs) no and I'm like I don't know that you told me that before I I didn't (laughs) (laughs) hey I I welcome all feedback (laughs) um what so you you had that reaction and then what made you decide to do that because that takes courage to go against mm-hmm. the fear of like oh this feels really scary i don't want to do this but i'm going to do it anyway right. i mean that's kind yeah. of a big jump what what made you get it there? is a i think it's a big jump but i just remember hearing the phrase where we resist it persists and so i was like if i'm resisting this what underlying is persisting for me and it it really was just surrender to that flow i mean that my mantra was surrender and flow and i was like i i don't want to be in this hyper masculine it it didn't feel good you know i didn't i didn't feel i felt tired i felt worn out i felt frazzled i felt short-tempered like and as a woman you know i'm primarily i mean we have a balance of mass you know masculine and feminine but i do I do thrive. And I discovered that, you know, on that trip that I do thrive when I'm more in that surrender and flow spirit. And I didn't know that I needed to be in that space more until, you know, I went, I went there with you. And I was like, Oh, my goodness, it was kind of like an aha moment. Like, I love this. Like I, I did. I was just like, I love this. I love you know, with one of the other retreat members, it's like, should we wake up early tomorrow morning before the sunrise and walk down to the ocean and, and sit there and watch the sunrise and eat blackberries off the wild bushes along the path? You know, it's like, yes, because that yeah. was so soul filling for me. But I would have, had I planned it, it wouldn't have gone that way. It was just like a whim. Let's wake up early tomorrow and do it, you know? And so... That's where yeah. the magic happens. The magic it happens does. in the flow. It doesn't happen yeah. in the structure. We it need the structure happen. too. Yeah. But that's that's where the balance comes in. And we're always going to be balancing the two. There's never going to be a perfect right. 
balance. You know, it's yeah. you're just always this kind of teeter totter of like figuring yeah. out. But yeah, the magic happens in the flow. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. And just so everybody who's listening knows, like, there is some structure to my ritual. Oh, yeah. We do there totally plan. is. Yes. Yeah. But it's like, you got to be flexible. And I say mm-hmm. that because I've done other retreats in the past where I've had people like you, Jess, or like your old self that yeah. were like, oh my gosh, you said we were going to be here at two o'clock and it's three, yeah. you know, and it, it, when you're in a group, it's just like, you can't control everything. Right. One person, <laughs> I can call her out, Natalie, you know, takes a long time to get back to the bus. Like there's just, there's no, there's she's no living way. in her flow. <laughs> she's living in she her flow. She was in her flow. <laughs> she was in her flow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I do, I mean, you know, I, I loved that part of, you know, there was a lot of structured things to do, but it was just that in between. And you know, part of it was we traveled to different areas too. That had never been a, pla- a place where I had been where, you know, normally when I travel somewhere, I, I get there and I stay, you know, I don't leave. And so that was scary for me too, where um, I had never done that before. And I was like, this is amazing too, you know, cause you're just exploring, you know? Um, and so, I mean, you had an itinerary set up, but it was just like, we're leaving at this time, but it might be five minutes later than that, you know, and just letting that go, letting go of looking at your clock and the calendar and the schedule. Those were things that, you know, it wasn't presented that there was just no structure. It was just that, yeah, you know, we might leave a little bit later and we might, you know, veer off and look at, you know, this sacred site because it's on the way and our driver says it's amazing, you know, so it was just right. So many of those magical moments that happened, you know, even, I think back to when we were in one of the stone circles and it was raining, you know, it's Ireland, but it's raining. And I think you took the picture of me and I was like, I'm going to lay in the middle of this thing and just let the rain fall on me because it's, but the old me would be like, no, I mean, I need to be, you know, hunkered down in the bus and I don't want to get wet. And I'm like, yeah, I'm here soaking it up. Like, yeah, it was amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, yeah, I think so you sent the picture to me. Picture. I'm like, oh, <laughs> yeah. I was like, she's in her flow. She's yeah. Well, and like I did that too at Newgrange, and the old me yes. would have been like, you look weird. People are gonna look at you funny, right? And it's just something told me just lay down on the earth and get all yeah. that good energy. Yeah. So yeah, that's like there's so much freedom in that, and I think mm-hmm. there's so much freedom when you can be in your flow to a certain, you know, to a certain extent, like, obviously, we can't live every day, just right, you know, flowing, but yeah, so cool if we could, <laughs> it would be so cool. But it's I again, it's that I don't think they're ever like you said, balance, but it's how do you create harmony within, yeah, you know, structure and flow? Yeah, yeah, because there needs to be both. But there, there definitely needs to be a harmony, you know, because you're, you know, yeah, there's never balance. There's no. never balance. <laughs> yeah. I just tell people if you have spent all day in your masculine at work, can you come home and just like cook a slow meal or, yeah. you know, play with your kids like unplanned or, you know, something that's yeah. like not a structure. Right. Cause it, yeah. that's bringing pleasure. Now I'm going to kind of go on another little pathway here but that's bringing more pleasure to life otherwise we're just robotically going through the motions right yeah that's true and you know I think um you and I touched before 
we started recording about like somatic work too, you know, even for me, just moving my body, I didn't realize like how much I needed that. I didn't realize like how much knowledge my body was carrying, but I wasn't tapping into it either. So like that somatic work that I've done with you too, is just, it's just our bodies can tell us so much. They really can. And I mean, I wish I would have known this 20 years ago, right? Even in my teenage years, you know, I'm raising teenage girls right now. And it's like, these are the things that I've learned along the way that now I'm implementing into their lives that I can hope to be an example for them and then generations to come, you know, how to kind of tap into our own inner wisdom too. And yeah, again, creating balance, creating that flow. I mean, you have to have structure. We, we all, most of us, thrive better when we have a little routine, but it's just those moments of, of, like you said, pleasure of just the unknown. Yeah. The sweetness of life. Yeah. Yeah. Taking, turning off the pressure valve and turn and turning on the pleasure valve because it's, yeah, it's like you can cook a meal. I don't know why I keep going back to that example. You can cook Mm -hmm. a meal, like throw the ingredients together really quick, hurry up and make it serve it. And sometimes we have to do that for our family. But you can also like cook a meal where you're like tasting it as you go mm-hmm. and like savoring yeah. that and, yeah. you know, just adding in just those, it doesn't have to take an hour. It's like adding mm-hmm. in just those little moments of like being with what is in the mm-hmm. moment. So yeah, I just being I present, being present. Exactly. Yeah. That's what yeah. it is. Yeah. I love where this conversation is flowing because this is like, mm-hmm what I love to talk about right now. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, we, we have to do this. Otherwise life gets really monotonous and Mm -hmm. we, we wonder why we're stressed out. And like you said, overwhelmed and exhausted. Yeah. Not bringing that magic to life on a daily Mm -hmm. basis, sprinkling it in. Sprinkling it in. And I like how you kept coming back to cooking too, because I think as a society, we think magic has to be these big grand gestures right but I mean in my own in my own self-study it's like I love just sitting and looking at I'm looking at it now at my window but I love looking at the trees like I love watching the breeze through the leaves and it's like (laughs) I mean that brings me so much pleasure it does but I wouldn't have known that unless I had slowed down and tuned into that. And I think giving myself the permission to do that, that's definitely was a learning curve for me too, that I don't have to be going, 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 doing, doing, doing all the time either. Yeah. Yeah. That's a big one to unravel. So do you feel like, do you feel like the Ireland retreat kind of was the start of that for you? And like, what's been your experience after the retreat? I know you've went on some other retreats as well, but like, what's, yeah. Tell us about how you are now versus pre-Ireland Jessica. Yeah. Yeah, I think, well, obviously pre-Ireland Jessica was like, no, this, I need schedule. I need routine. I need everything mapped out. Um, and, and I didn't take the time for those small moments. And, and that's hard to say, even as, uh, as a parent, because, I feel like if we don't tune in and slow down, we're missing, we're missing so much 
sweetness. I keep coming back to that word. I don't know why it keeps coming up, but the sweetness of life is those small moments. It really is. It's just so is. And they, yeah, I think about that not to, sorry to interrupt you, but I know you're fine. I've been feeling that a lot lately because I'm getting ready to, to move across the, the, the country. And, you know, there's all these extra things to do. And so I find myself really getting busy, but in, in, in really in my head and thinking about the to-do list. And I'm like, I want to be savoring these moments that I have in this house right. and in this place. So I, I feel you on that because it's, mm-hmm. that's really coming up for me right now. Yeah. And the moments just go by and it's like, I'm not going to be able to be back here. Just like, you know, whatever age your kids are right now, like in a year from now, they're not going to be, you know, so it's like, it's so right. important, as you said, to savor these moments keep going. Yeah. And like, I think part of it is just, again, it's slowing down, you know, definitely. Um, and, you know, you're talking about your move too. I found in my own um, practice, it, you know, we've heard of the Eckhart Tolle book, Power of Now. It's like when I start feeling all of those feelings of frantic and nervousness and fear and anxiety, it's because I'm projecting into the future. I'm thinking about the past. I'm like, all we have is right now, you know? So right now in this moment, I'm talking to you, you know, and it used to be so hard for me to sit here and focus on just right now without having my to-do list running through my head. So the before Jessica, before Ireland definitely was like not present. And I think that has just been, um, just, just a great phenomenal thing for me in my own life, not only with just myself being present with myself, but being present with my children. It's like, put the phone down, put, you know, check it at the door. Um, even before I come in my own house after the end of a work day, it's like, I just need to take five minutes, get rid of all the stuff I'm carrying around from the day that's either mine or not mine. And then just be present as soon as I walk in the door. But Mm -hmm. I didn't know that before, you know, and I was carrying around stuff from my day and I was reacting um, in a way that just wasn't, it wasn't me. It didn't feel like me. And so I think that has just been a huge journey for me as well as just, again, savoring those small moments so I can be present. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, there is, at least in my case, there's been a level of pain that's come up with that. Cause mm-hmm. I look back and I'm like, wow, I don't remember a lot of things, you know, mm-hmm. like I really, I think partly that's just how my brain works, but yeah. Yeah. It's just like, if you're not present, you're not remembering things. Or mm-hmm. I think too, like a lot of people get really, and I used to do this a lot. Um, you'd have like a really good day or something to look forward to, like a concert or a retreat or something. And so there's all this anticipation and kind of this forward thinking Mm -hmm. and then it comes and then it's over. And then it's like, now what, you know? And so, yeah, again, it just comes back to like what you're saying, the sweetness of the moment Mm -hmm. being here now and yeah, savoring the moment mm. as much as you can. Cause every day there's magic. We just yeah, have to look every day there's up. magic. And that was a big, um, Ireland thing too. Cause Ireland's yeah. all about the fairies. Yeah. We talked a lot about magic in Ireland. Mm-hmm. And I think we it, did. it's a good place to cultivate just that everyday magic. Even if you're, if you're not in Ireland, um, mm-hmm. there's still magic. 
Yeah. Yeah. And it's an everyday moment and how, how you can turn off that outside, outside noise and just tune into that everyday magic. Yeah. And a lot of times, um, you know, it reminds me again, it goes back to that right now, you know, we, this reminds me of something. I went to an Abraham Hicks conference. I got the pleasure of doing that this summer. And she just talked about like, we're meant to always, we're meant for joy. We're meant for love. We're meant for anything other than that fear, anxiety, any of those things. They're not real. They're illusions. Right. And so tuning into why am I feeling this way? Why, why am I um, fearful? Why am I anxious? And what can I do to get myself back to to center, to feel joy? And it, you know, that's been a huge aha moment for me too. It's like, okay, maybe it's something simple. Like I'm tired. I need a nap. Right. I need a 15 minute power nap. I'm hungry. I need some food. Right. I mean, sometimes we get, we forget about our basic needs to just get us back to kind of that stability. And, and then it's like, okay, now what's going on underneath all of that, that I can address, you know, (laughs) but sometimes it's just as simple as like, I'm tired and hungry. Yeah. Yeah, it's like yeah. kids cry when they're hungry or tired. I get it because it's uncomfortable. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so, but we, I mean, we're babies and that's what our parents yeah. knew that, right? There's like feed them, change them, you know, give them a nap. It's like we forget as adults, we still need those basic needs. And that might be why that. I'm feeling, yeah, feeling so anxious, tired, whatever the feeling is. And, um, and not, and again, not present. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't always have to be, everybody knows that listens to this podcast that I like to talk a lot about trauma and that kind of thing, but mm-hmm. you don't always have to go fixing something like, right. yes, sometimes there is a deeper unmet need under there or, yep. you know, something from a wound from childhood that's come up. Yes, that can happen, but it's also, yeah, sometimes you're just really tired mm-hmm. and your body. I read this recently. They said, take, treat your body like it's a baby. Yeah, because it it has need like the body has needs, food, Mm -hmm. water, sleep. So you just have to treat it like it's a baby and not be Mm -hmm. upset by it. Just take care of it. Yeah, just take care of it. That's hard to do in a busy in a busy world too. So yes, (laughs) it is. It is. Yeah. Ah, this is so fun, Jess. Um, earlier I just wrote something down that I'm looking at. Um, earlier you said. I don't remember the, oh, the context was when you were talking about growing up with your parents and having these big emotions Mm -hmm. um, and not knowing and like tell them telling you to go to your room Mm -hmm. and not knowing how to calm yourself down. I'm curious what you do now or what you've learned to do to, because we have a lot of empaths that listen. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you, what have you learned? What works for you in terms of you know, what I would call getting back to a regulated nervous system, Mm -hmm. calming yourself, self-regulation, those kinds of things. Yeah. I feel like, um, I had mentioned earlier, like the toolbox, like I feel, um, I have multiple things that I do and, and it's not one size fits all for every situation, you know, but, um, for me, definitely just tuning into my breath. I mean, I, I feel like that is just the number one thing because I'm like, okay, I I'm feeling everything up here. I'm feeling everything in my shoulders. I'm feeling like so tight, so anxious, whatever. And it's like, am I breathing? 
no, I'm not. I'm breathing in my chest. I'm not breathing in my belly. So it's like, all right, hand on heart and on belly, you know, just tuning in. And it really, it's just for me, three big breaths. It really just takes me back to center. Um, Definitely movement. Movement for me is another huge one. Again, it doesn't have to be, I think, I think when we're going through this journey, we think we have to do all these big things and they all have to be in order and you have to take so much time. But it doesn't really Five hours later. I know. Five hours later, I'm feeling regulated. (laughs) But um, sometimes for me, it's just like throwing on a good jam uh, and dancing it out, like just wild shaking it out. And uh, again, um, going back to our Ireland retreat, I just remember, you know, after Shavasana, you're like, I feel like we should just like run towards by the sleeping giant. You're like, I just want to run towards the ocean and scream and like, yeah, you know. So sometimes it's just like, Maybe I need to go out in my backyard and scream. And I don't care if my neighbors think I'm crazy. My yard. <laughs> I'm going to scream like a crazy woman over here. Um, but yeah, I think there's been a lot of different things for me. Um, quieting my mind uh, definitely with meditation has been probably the number one thing that I can say that has helped me is, is, is meditation and I'm not perfect at it. My mind definitely wanders, but just having that compassion and grace for myself, knowing that we're imperfect and my meditation practice isn't going to be perfect. And my yoga practice isn't going to be perfect and I'm going to mess up. (laughs) But yeah, it, I think that's the beauty of it. That's the beauty is that we're all imperfect and yeah. Yeah. I would say yoga, meditation, breath work, and then just shaking it out. <laughs> yes. All yeah. my top faves as well. Yeah. So good. So good. So good. Well, this has been awesome, Jess. Is there anything else you want to share? I mean, you kind of gave us some great tools there. Any last words you want to leave with anybody? Oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah. I just feel like um, for me, especially in my own journey, that I have a, you know, I have a family, I have have children. And what I realized is if I am not taking care of myself, I have nothing else to give to anyone else. And I was, I was giving from an empty cup. And so, um, again, having children, there's that mom guilt, like I can't leave my kids, but they're fine. And in fact, it makes me a better mother because of it. And it doesn't, you know, it, and you don't have to be a mother in this space. It's just a, a better person in general. Like you need to fill your own cup first before you can give to others. And that has been a huge, huge um, blessing to me is taking that time because, you know, we have just this one beautiful life, you know, and it's, we're meant to savor it. We're meant to enjoy it. We're meant to, to love ourselves well, so we can then love others. So, yeah, I would say, take the time, take the trip. (laughs) 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 Do it. Yeah. Life is short. Life is short. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, I, I still have yet to make the meme where it says, "I really regretted that retreat." Said nobody ever, like <laughs> nobody ever, no, like yes. not one time. Yeah, no. And again, it doesn't have to. You know, you, you talked about your day retreats. I'm like, it doesn't have to be these big. Right. Yeah, yeah. Just that, just that moment in time is, is so important. Yeah, yeah. Filling up your cup, taking, yeah. getting away from the routine day 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 out of life and coming back like just with new perspectives new Mm -hmm. energy 
your cup filled up. Yeah, it's invaluable. Mm-hmm. It's invaluable. And I feel like especially when retreats, there's community that's created too. I mean, we're, we're a species meant for community. And so, you know, I feel like there's connection. I mean, I have two great connections I made with three. I mean, more than that. I mean, I feel like we're all Facebook friends too, yeah. you know, and we still check in with each other, but I'm like, you know, it's been a year and we're like, how are you doing? You know? And just, that's amazing too, that the friendships that can, that can grow out of that and community that grows out of that. So thank you for that too, because I think oh. it's so important to have, you know, just people to, to help build you up. Yeah. Like-minded community too, that you can feel yeah. safe to share yes. your truth in without being judged. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's so, so important. And you, we, we need that, that web of safety. Right. And I feel like that's in those communities, especially in your retreats, that's what you've created. And so it's so much appreciated. Yeah. Oh, thank you, Jessica. Yeah. Well, it's a joy having you here. And um, just for everybody listening, we do have some spots left for the Pai Thailand retreat. It's in the northern mountains of Thailand. That's January 14th through the 21st. And then we also have, since we're talking about Ireland, we've got Ireland in August 2024, the 17th through the 24th, I think it is. But reach out to me if you want information on either of those. Jessica, thank you so much for for sharing. I just, I loved the conversation. Thanks for bringing it. You're welcome. All right. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We'll see you next time. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you liked this episode, make sure you subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. If you would like to connect with me more, you can find my website, my services, and my social media links all in the description of this episode. Remember, you are a beautiful and divine and powerful being, and it's time to own it.